Hello, everybody. I can't tell you how excited I am about this Anchor uh, 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 the app, the Anchor app. If any of you are wanting to start a podcast, go get this Anchor app. I'm thinking they ought to give me some kickbacks for advertising it so much. <laughs> but I think it's so fun. It's at least fun to play with. So I don't know if uh, it will take my podcast anywhere. Maybe it's something I play with until I find something that works better. I don't know. But for right now, I'm loving it because I got my phone. I can push the little button and I can talk. And uh, (laughs) no one is necessarily listening to me, but they are now because you are. And so clearly at the point of reception that you've received what I'm saying there's been a connection here and the app has worked. So I'm excited about that. And I'm sitting here thinking, what is this podcast going to look like? I, I still feel like I'm throwing pasta against a wall. You, If you are listening to these early days episodes, you're just going to laugh your ass off because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I really don't. I, I think though that what works for me and my personality and my mindset, my passion, my time frame, my season of life, I don't think it's going to be a 45 to 68 minute podcast. I, I don't know when we'll get to any interviews. Maybe we never get to interviews. Maybe interviews are the the holiday of the podcast where, hey, here's something new and special right? In real life, we go to the beach or to the museum. In podcast land, we invite a guest. (laughs) That's how it'll work. So I'm thinking maybe I just do these 10 to 15 minute blips on what I'm thinking about. And because I feel like I, I'll give you a little glimpse into how I operate in, in, in my mental space. (laughs) It might be a scary thing for you. Buckle up. (laughs) I'm not quite sure, but I tend to, I love to respond to things and not love to like, Oh, I've got to, it's not a hobby. It's more of just how my brain works. So for instance, when I, in my early thirties, when I was really understanding that a lot of what goes on in the evangelical world is not necessarily connecting with what I was understanding the God of the Bible to be talking about or to or for the Bible to be revealing. Because I, I guess I don't know that I would say that God was talking through the people in the Bible. I'm not sure I, I, I would say it that way anymore. I do think that there's a lot that we understand about God through the Bible. But I think it's people's experiences of how they would articulate God through the unfolding of, of humanity and the development of humanity. That's all for another episode, perhaps. But my my, my understandings of, of things like that. But I was listening to, you know, uh, Christian radio, for instance, and they would be talking about encouraging people in their marriages and those types of things. And I would, or in in parenting or whatever it was, you know, the buzz things that go on in, in Christian talk radio type of stuff. And every time I would listen, it would be 
okay, I get where you're going and why you're saying these things, but here's something from my understanding that you're fundamentally missing. And so when I was, I wouldn't listen to get tips and insights. I would listen to fine tune how I would articulate my understanding of what Jesus was all about and what was being revealed about God through the Bible, etc. And I wouldn't even have said it quite like that back then, but that's what was going on. And, and that still is how I operate. I'll listen to a podcast and or someone talking and it's not so much I'm thinking, do I agree or disagree? It's not so much that, but it's like, ah, would I say that the same way? Are we on the same page with the foundational, fundamental understanding of how life unfolds and how people engage with one another and blah, 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 all of this? It's more of it helps sharpen how I would articulate my understanding. And it also, not just how I would articulate, but also stretches my understanding. And ah, that presses up against it. And maybe I need to shift my understanding. That's just really how my brain has always worked. What I've, I've got these cards on the table. What you know, Like you're playing poker, right? I got these cards. What cards do I need to get closer to winning the pot in the middle kind of a thing? And not that I think there's a big pot in the middle to be playing for. It's not that type of a thing. But we're always moving forward. We're always moving towards something. I would call that... Um, kind of how we're designed to function. We're always moving towards that, or I would call that maybe um, the unfolding of humanity, moving towards uh, functioning better together at, collectively and, and individually. I don't know. Like I said, I'm still working on how to articulate all these things. I've got, I've got ideas and thoughts, and I feel very settled and confident in what I think, but I also like to be stretched. So as I go through my day and I read books or I listen to podcasts or I have conversations with friends, I have these, these bursts of thoughts that, that press up against my own and things I want to engage people with. I used to leave my, my bestest friend in the whole world. I would leave her voicemails. Oh my gosh, I just heard this, this, this uh, talk radio uh it's not an episode if it's on radio, right? That's, I'm, I'm in my podcast land, and this was before podcasts came out. Uh, what do you call that? Um, oh, my goodness. A show, I guess? <laughs> a radio show, radio program? And I would leave a voicemail talking about, ah, they said this, I, I get where they're going, but oh, my gosh, don't they see that by saying this, they've cut off that audience and you know for instance I'll give you something to to hold on to but when and and in fact this was uh this was from a podcast and a a good friend um fabulous podcast he was talking about it wasn't even about um what he said but he made a comment within this podcast episode and it was a fleeting comment and his podcast the message the messaging was all the languaging which I got that word from this particular person languaging so uh, Joel if you're out there you know I'm talking about you yes Uh, but he made one comment and said that divorce is damaging our children I, I think if I'm quoting it correctly it might not be specifically exactly what he said but that was the, the the crux of the comment and it was a fleeting comment it was something he said almost on the side 
didn't, it wasn't part of his talking point. He didn't really unpack, am I saying something that's going to shut down half of the folks I've been talking to? And I sent him a message and we kind of had a chance to chat about it. And it was a really good conversation that we had. I didn't have to leave a voicemail to my best friend saying, oh my goodness. I actually went to the source, which was really, oh golly, that's so much fun. Um, But the point of what I heard, I hear these shaming comments and I hear these comments that people say in passing without really thinking about what we're saying because I know I say them too. So I put myself in that space. But when we say them, half the people who are listening, or maybe it's two people. If it's one person, it's too many, right? That one person who was right on the edge of their seat listening suddenly hangs their head and says, oh, he's not talking to me anymore, or she's not talking to me. This isn't for me. I don't fit into this group of people who belong here. And... And the point that I had made to my friend around that, it's not divorce that damages children. We say that and we say it quite flippantly and we say that because we know what we're trying to say, but to say divorce is what is damaging our children, the opposite of that, then the solution would be don't divorce. Does that, does that solve the issue of damaging our children as parents? It doesn't. So it's not divorce that's the problem. Now, there might be times where divorce isn't the answer to the issues that are going on, but the issues really are more about two people learning how to navigate life together and how they go about doing that, how they go about uh, engaging in healthy conflict. When we go about engaging in unhealthy, in conflict that is, we're engaging in an unhealthy way, I would say that is what is damaging our children. And maybe it means we're avoiding the conflict. Maybe it means that we are digging in our heels and fighting for what we see without ever entering into what the other person is bringing into the conversation or the discussion or the conflict. But it's not divorce. So I respond. So going back to my point of all of this, why I brought this up, I feel things. Things press up against my insides. I feel them and something pops out of my brain. It's almost like this computer. And this, this string of words articulated come out. And maybe that's what my podcast is going to turn into. How do we watch, not, not, not watch how we say to be careful, not that's politically correct. I don't want to offend anybody. It's not about offending somebody. I'm, I am probably one of the least offendable people you will ever meet. Now, you got to take me at my word for that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you can certainly try sending me comments to offend me. I'm not saying I'm not sensitive and easily hurt. I am, but I'm not offended. Um, If you say things the wrong way, I can't believe you said that. And with that tone of voice, no, it's more, wow, that's stung. And that's different. Those are two different things. And trying to say things so that you don't offend me, if you say it in a clean up the words, you might still hurt me and wound me deeply. But you're saying it all pretty packaged up. That doesn't help anything. So I'm not talking about being hyper vigilant about our words in order to say it just the right way to be able to check mark the box. I'm talking about thinking about being 
um, maybe not as hypervigilant as I am, because I've, I've been told that in a therapy type environment. This was years ago, but <laughs> the woman was not wrong. And I, I almost took it as a compliment. I mean, I am hypervigilant. And in a way it wasn't, I didn't take it as a compliment. I took it as an explanation of, oh, that's what's going on. And then I could let other people off the hook. Not everybody needs to be as hypervigilant as I am. But what we do need to do and, and to be is honest with our responses. My hypervigilant is, is my hypervigilance is not about I've got to say the right way, the right words, the right way, the right time. It used to be more along those lines, but now I realize my hypervigilance around words is more about being able to say things in a way that opens the space up between me and myself and me and other people. That's the goal. So maybe this podcast is going to turn into these little snippets of how I engage with the world and these opportunities for you to see things through my lens a little bit so that you can see the world and kind of open up your lens a little bit and say, ah, that's interesting. I think I might be able to see the world a little bit more along those lines and feel that permission to to be to validate your own internal response. Like, wow, yeah, I wasn't really angry that he used or she used that word or that wording. It's really that I was hurt because what was said cut me off from the conversation. It didn't give me space to clarify my experience and my perspective. It didn't open that up and invite me in. It cut me out. So it's not about being polite and kind. Now, politeness and kindness are great things, and we have to have those in, in, in you know, uh, social discourse and discourse between you know, private discourse, for instance. But that's not the end game. It's not the end goal. The end goal is connection and seeing each other. And it's not even that. It's being who we truly are and accepting who we truly are so that we can pass that acceptance on to the other where we don't feel threatened by who somebody else truly is. So that's my, my little stream of consciousness for today. And uh, buckle up. There may be more later. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.